Thank you for what you're about to do. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hello, Mark. Good evening. God bless you, Mark. Hello, Sonny. You're welcome. Hello, Uche. God bless you. You're welcome. Hello, lady. You are welcome. You're welcome to Singles and Married Club. And um, I'm your friend in School of Counseling and Personal Finding, Steve Nadekunla Adekbuli. Hello, Ojo. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Good evening this evening for wherever you guys are in the world. And um, today we are going to be looking at the science of intrapersonal relationship. So you are welcome, Mark. You are welcome, Uche. You are welcome, Lady. Ojo, you are welcome. So this is the Singles and Married Club. And um, I have the you know privilege to have us on board. And this evening we'll be talking on the science of intrapersonal relationship. And I pray that um, God will help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's just quickly pray. Lord, we thank you for your mercy and love and compassion. We say be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we commit this session into your able hands. We pray that um, everything we are going to be learning will be to your glory in the name of Jesus. And our lives will never remain the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So you're all welcome once again. I'm going to be teaching for some minutes, then we'll make it um open to the you know out. So um you guys can contribute, you can ask questions, you can uh, um talk about your commendation and observations and all that. So um we're looking at the science of intrapersonal relationship, and I need to submit that um many of life's challenges uh traceable to the fact that you know most people you know didn't filter their mindset on what they wanted to do before delving into a particular decision so it it we, we need to come to a junction whereby we must understand that most of the problems we as individuals have today is not because of the fact that these problems cannot be solved it is because we are not talking to ourselves enough on the potential solutions that we can, you know, um, get from ourselves. It's because we don't believe in ourselves. And um, first of all, the word intra, intra simply means within, on the inside, personal, you know, something cryptic, something, you know, internal inside of something so there's a reason why there's what we call intravenous injection you know to convey blood and other you know fluids into our bodies through the veins which makes transportation of these fluids easy this means that you know what determines the functionality you see on the outside is dependent on the dimensions of activities that goes on on the inside a lot of people have you know um ruptured mindset a lot of people have ruptured mentality on the inside a lot of people have you know troubled behavioral patterns troubled belief systems that has kept them redundant that even when they are sitting so close to a potential solution they still cannot identify that this is what i'm looking for so they they, they spend years chasing shadows okay um someone is okay let me just invite to speak 
Thank you. So they spend years. Ali, you are welcome. Morgan, you are welcome. So they spend years, you know, um, chasing shadows. They spend years, you know, looking for what is not missing. And at the end of the day, lots of problems are, you know, generated. You know, that, um, oh, you are welcome. That phrase that says, um, charity begins at home. You know, it plays a very, very important role. Yeah. What you receive based is based on what you give. Longeliza, you are welcome. God bless you. You're welcome to Singles and Married Club. And we are talking about the science of intrapersonal, you know, relationship. What comes to you depends on how you were, you know, able to attract it. Even the Bible, you know, on you know, says that um, in Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty-three, you say, "Guard your heart jealously, for out of it flows the issues of life." So the Bible understands the fact that if you do not, you know, guard your heart properly, if you do not protect your mindset, there's every possibility that you would get exposed to lots of tantrums. There's every possibility that you will get used to, you know, what looks like normal. There's every probability that um, you may not have the composure to, you know, contain who you really are. Oluwa Shem, you are welcome. Good evening. God bless you. You're welcome to Singles and Married Club. What are we trying to say? I have a counselee who um, reached out to me recently. She's married. Um... She's not at, you know, in good times with her husband because they are having um, personality you know, um, differences. It boils down to understanding though. Not that the man is really cheating or doing anything. It's just that the man is so reluctant in certain things. The man is not pushy. The man is not intentional. You know this kind of thing where you as a wife, you're expecting your husband to you know, launch on the incentives do certain things without you know um being told and it's just lying fallow and then when you ask him questions like honey you said you're going to do this it's okay 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 um i'll get it done so that's the kind of issues you know they they, they have and so she reached out to me they've spoken to a counselor before and so she reached out to me and i'm like okay what are the steps you have taken what she said val you are welcome good evening what she said shocked me in fact, what I did was I composed a text mail and I sent it to her that she should forward it to her husband. That by the time her husband sees this um, text mail, he will be able to adjust. The text mail was um, combining an um, apology and something flirty, something the husband has missed for a long time. What I got at the response from the woman shocked me. She said, uh, my husband will not even believe I'm the one that compiled this message. My husband does not see me as that kind of a woman. So, in her mind already, she has concluded that there's really nothing she does that can make her husband to really see her in a different way. Meanwhile, comparing to this, my other counselor that I want to tell us about now, her husband was involved in infidelity for a very long time. He stopped eating her food 
what all he does is just to give her money for the kids and the home front he never does anything she reached out to me she was very very intentional about you know her marriage she had seen blessing you're welcome god bless you she had seen me you know run live sessions on instagram where i talk about you know infidelity recovery where i talk about um handling your home handling your marriage supposing you are still hungry enough you know to make it work and she was like no 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 everything is not prayers that there are certain things she needed to do she reached out to me and i realized that um in spite of the fact that the man was actually cheating on her it was not a spiritual problem you know there are certain um problems we see in marriages we in this part of the world we are too quick to you know um talk about the spiritual aspect and say uh, maybe it's not ordinary and stuff like that I started giving her tips. I said, "How do you dress?" She said, "Ah, sir, I've stopped. I've stopped um being careful about things like that. My husband does not even look at me anymore. He doesn't." Uh, I said, "No, no, 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 no. We have to go back to the drawing board. Start dressing scantily. You are home. It's not every time you want to wear an underwear. It's not every time you want to do your bras. Wear something skimpy, something short, something catchy." these girls are outside they are not smiling with you they are not smiling with you and if you want to hold on to what you have you must go all out so far you're not giving up in your marriage so far you're not training it well do you must do something extraordinary to get yourself in shape lo and behold i started giving her ideas i started sending her flirty messages to forward to her husband she started being intentional you know, she started smell, you know, smelling very nice. Charlie, you're welcome. You're welcome. She started smelling very nice. Um, she started making her husband's, you know, favorite meals. You know, whenever the man is on, because he has a PlayStation, whenever he comes on, all he does is just to stay in the room, you know, play his PlayStation and stuff like that. So, what I, I told her was like, try and get involved with the husband. He's doing stuff that um means he's not carrying you along try and get involved with those things that he loves doing you don't like to play games i understand that you you don't like you, you don't like um the things he likes but it's fine get involved what did i tell her gradually whenever the man comes home and starts to play games she will just wear something very skimpy make sure that everything is revealing and go and sit beside her and like darling who are these ones what are their names what is so the man started realizing that ah, this woman is speaking you know interest in some of the things that, that i love now you must understand that in marriage or in a relationship or in life generally basically relationship and marriage now because we are talking about intrapersonal relationship with ourselves you must come to a junction whereby you have to give your partner or your spouse what they need and not what you want. So she started giving her husband what he needed because they were never friends. So there was no friendship. And because there was no friendship, there was no common ground. You don't see them coming talking about, um, you know, um, something plain, something that was not really like politics and stuff like that. But lo and behold, she started keying into him. She started doing all I, you know, asked her to, you know, do. And before you know it, the man started coming home regularly. He started checkmating her, started buying stuffs for her. Before you know it, they started having quickies. Quick sex in the room, quick sex in the living room. Everything started happening fast. Within two months, whilst we were praying, but she was intentional about other steps. 
within two months she had to write me back on my private self counseling bill and she was like sir most of the things we were talking about back then she has started seeing results you know and stuff like that that sometimes she used to even be the one to even tell the man to hold on and stuff like that where am i going to it started when she started you know having a deep intimacy with her mindset it started when she started having a deep fellowship with her mind intrapersonal relationship has to do with a system whereby you are dealing more with your mind you must get your mind in shape because the truth is this no matter how positive you are no matter how um emphatic you think you are it will get to a point in time where you will be reminded of your problems you'll be reminded more of your problems and less of what god has done so at that moment in time you may lose reading you may lose balance and then you start listening to outside you know factors this was what you know motivated blind Bartimaeus. He didn't, he didn't see Jesus coming. He only heard because he couldn't see. He was blind. He was at the junction for many years where Jesus Christ has not passed through before. That very day, Jesus was en route to Jericho. He only heard that Jesus was passing by. And he cried, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He was very, very intentional. Before he got to that point where he could shout, he had a dialogue in his mind. He said, Bartimaeus, is this how you really, really want to continue? And people were shutting him up. My friend, shut up. Jesus is not looking for people like you. Just calm down. Bible said that whilst these people were discouraging him, he was crying out louder, louder. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus Christ didn't answer him. At a point in time, Jesus Christ stopped and went back to him and asked him to rephrase his request and i asked him what do you want me to do he said that i may receive my sight this will lead me to talk about my other counselee the third counselee now before we move on whose um husband was not able to meet up with her what am i trying to say they are not sexually compatible the man has probably had about um one or two persons you know um, to have sex with before he got married meanwhile this lady has been having sex for a very 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 long time so you can you can imagine that in that realm they are not compatible they're always going to be issues so sometimes the woman will carry his, his you know his hands put on her breast try to the man will be like oh, no 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 i'm tired i cannot do much and stuff like that even when they manage to even get intimate it's probably just one round and then you know stuff like that so he was transferred out of the town to another place from lagos to a place in the north so she became lonely she became you know um you know weighed down and all then suddenly a guy in the neighborhood started coming around dropping her with his vehicle because she didn't have one the only available vehicle belongs to the man and he, he's already taking it out to his place of work so gradually she's building communication with this guy before you know what's happening they kissed one night what am i trying to say he got to a point in time she knew that this was wrong and she started retracing her steps she reached out to me but there was a deep dialogue so intrapersonal relationship has to do with a deep dialogue intrapersonal relationship what does it mean it means when you advise yourself personally 
you get to a point in time you may never get the best of advices outside you may never see anyone encouraging you telling you this is what you're supposed to do this is what you're supposed to say this is what you're supposed to you know key into means when someone when you advise yourself personally intrapersonal relationship means when you tell yourself the hard truth the hard truth we are in a dispensation now where people just love to be deceived they love to be deceived they also love to deceive themselves it is very strange but it is just the truth because the people believe that um, uh, basically the truth is bitter but it's good to say it so if you cannot accept the truth from someone out there how then are you going to tell yourself this truth intrapersonal relationship means when you come to terms with doing what your destiny wants and deserves i have seen cases whereby ladies reached out to me from instagram they know that they are in a wrong relationship they know this is where you'll be hearing things like sir I, I, I have not been able to get it right in my relationships in fact this person that i'm in a relationship with now i know is not good for me but where can i get a man that is as good imagine that kind of grammar you know someone is not good for you but where can you see a man that is as good so people sometimes are so scared of being alone forgetting that there's a difference between being lonely and being alone so you can be alone and not be in a relationship or marriage but you can be in a relationship or even married and still be lonely so you hear things like is it not better i hold on to this person until the real person comes so what is the guarantee that you will find that person or you'll be found right because god is a god of decision god is a god of um, intentionality Sometimes we must detach our systems from what is wrong before we can be attached to what is right. So you see people like that. When I'm counseling people like that, I just tell you the truth. Listen, you know what is good. Okay? If you are not intentional about doing it, that means you really do not, you're not interested in destiny fulfillment. You're not interested in purpose identification. Intrapersonal relationship is all about loving yourself. Loving yourself. I have a counselee who is based in Lagos. She's had about seven abortions already. Sometimes she listens to voices of depression. These voices will come and tell her, you are even praying, really, you are going to church. You just don't, don't even bother, don't bother. All the abortions you've had, where do you think God will put it? On, who, on whose record and stuff like that? When the same Bible has told us that all things have passed away, behold, all things have become new so we must work on our you must love yourself you must love yourself i just released a book on my addition story on um on um last week yes 4th of july last week the book is on my link tree page on my bio on instagram the link the, the link to take you to instagram is there you can see the book there on my addition story it took me it took me a while before i could process everything i have done and I realized that whilst I'm even counseling, you know, my, some of my counselees who have gone into addiction, I realized that very few of them, in fact, I can say that only one or two percent were able to measure up with me in the realms and dimensions of addiction that I keyed into. But here am I collating all of this information in a book and pushing it out for people to see. 
is on Amazon, is on Okada Books, and is on Seller. But what am I trying to say? I had a retrospect. I had a discussion with myself. I decided that this same God that helped me has to just help other people. And I'm not going to stop at myself. And so if there's a system whereby I can package everything that I've gone through in the dimension you know, of addiction, then people should also know as well. Just two days ago, a lady reached out to me and told me that um, she has finished the book already, that she was blessed. This is true. What does intrapersonal relationship mean? It means having an intentional discussion with your self-esteem. You must have an intentional discussion. A lot of women's self-esteem has been rubbished. A lot of women's self-esteem has, 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 been, has been swept has been swept and put in the dustbin of regret, in the dustbin of life. You hear a lady saying, Sir, do you, do you even believe I will, I, will, I will be in a relationship? Do you believe I will, I will get married? And things like that. I know a counselor who is not married. She's in her late 40s now. Doing well. Has a good job in Lagos. What is the problem? She's not married. Nobody, no man has even said, hello, my dear. How are you? What's your name? Can we, can we be friends? Nobody has done that. All our younger sisters, all our junior cousins, and all of them are married. But one thing I celebrate about her, you never see her getting dull. When it's, it's as if she wants to feel dull, immediately she will pick up her phone. And she's not even longer a counselor to me. She's like a sister now. She will call me. We will laugh and laugh and rack jokes and stuff. Like Even when I'm not in the mood, immediately I see her call. Ah, I know I have to be on top of my you know, best to make sure I drag her away from that system of depression that is creeping in already. So she has been able to master herself to, to, to get to a point whereby she knows that her self-esteem can be bruised at any point in time. You must, you must work on yourself. You, must, you, you, you see people sometimes um, getting on uh, Facebook because of the fact that their classmates are married, you know, they're having child dedication, marriage anniversaries and stuff like that. It affects their belief system automatically. They start to think of, 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 of the, the realms and dimensions they've not achieved. Forgetting the fact that um, God has even saved them from countless relationships that are wrong for them over the years. I made a post recently on my Instagram page and I was like, it gives me great joy, great sense of joy when God uses me to break a relationship. It may sound harsh, but it's just the truth. Someone, somebody shouts to me and said, ah, uh, sir, this is what I'm going through in my relationship and stuff like that. Do you think he's going to end the marriage? Deep down, I just know that this guy is not ready. I just know. So when I tell you certain things, you're like, sir, uh, I'll think about it. I just know that you probably may not reach out to me again because I probably did not tell you what you wanted to hear. And then maybe you go away and one month later you come by and you're like, ah, I wish I'd listened to you. I have now seen what you were trying to tell me, but thank God. We have moved on. It gives me great joy because a broken relationship is better than a broken marriage. This is true. What does interpersonal relationship mean? It means you are generating the right vibes, the right vibes and energies. You must talk yourself out of every depression. You must talk yourself out of every frustration. This is true. You see, what one thing people um, need to understand about uh, the science of intrapersonal relationship is, you know, intrapersonal relationship exposes you to, 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 you know, meditation. 
meditating on your future meditating on your past meditating on your present so you must get to a point in time whereby you would look at yourself and ask yourself certain questions boy where have i been what are the things that i did in my past where am i now and where do i see myself if you are not able to marry these three dimensions together, it will affect your pace, it will affect your speed, it will affect where you are supposed to be. This is true. So, I, for example, now, please, if you are not um, following me on Instagram, do well to follow me and get exposed to my articles there and all of that. Now, what am I trying to say? Look at me, for example, now. I have come from a point in my life whereby... I was into masturbation, I was into pornography, into BDSM, pillow sex, alcoholism, stealing and stuff like that. And I've gotten to a point in my life whereby I talk to people about, you know, life. I'm into life coaching. I talk to people about relationships. I talk to people about marriage and all. So I, 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 I've, I've, I've had the retrospect on how far I've come. So when I talk to people, I don't, I don't just borrow people's stories. I, I can talk about my own story as well. I can talk about the fact that, listen, you have been there, but I've also been there. I have been through what you are going through. Why would you want to commit suicide? Many years ago, I was just like you, but I did not commit suicide. But the thing is this, we've seen people who have this relationship intrapersonally and turn out to be negative. It is not enough to have a relationship with yourself. It's not enough for, for you to have, you know, an intrapersonal relationship. If you have an intrapersonal relationship and it's always negative, it's always coming to a point whereby you feel like there's something you are doing that is not good or you always coming to a dead end of regret, then you need to raise your game already. This is true. Intrapersonal relationship also, um, you know, you know, takes you to the realm of your memory lane. Your memory lane. Going back to your memory lane does not necessarily mean you, you want to feel bad or feel hot. The truth is this. These memories will always come. Except you have memory loss or memory failure. Even those people that are changing their agenda their now. The transgender. You can never change your memory. When you change your gender from a man and you become a woman you inject hormones and steroids and steroids rather and you you develop um, um a female voice and you grow breasts and stuff like that and they remove your penis and then give you fibers that will grow vagina and stuff like that when you look at your face in the mirror there's only one thing that cannot be removed your mind your mind so going down the memory lane we always come up but when you go down the memory lane, you are supposed to use your regrets, you're supposed to use your past as a fuel into a beast that you want to become, into a positive beast that will affect your world. This is why a lot of people have committed suicide. This is why a lot of people have, 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 have you know, become a direct opposite of who they are. A lady reached out to me the other day and she said, uh, okay, she reached out to me on Instagram and she was like, I should please reply her already that she's on the verge of committing suicide. Quickly, I had to leave whatever it is I was doing and reached out to her, brought her home my private self-counseling and we started talking, you know. She started telling me of how she was raped and stuff like that and how her life is now affected. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to tell you certain things about destiny and fate. There's a difference between destiny and fate. I'm going to be using two people as an example now for us. Imagine a situation whereby someone 
is raped, but she didn't allow the rape to affect her. She grew up, became a medical doctor, and started advising women on, you know, how to overcome rape, how to overcome, you know, emotional trauma and stuff like that. Now, what I'm trying to say, she has fulfilled destiny by overcoming that part of her life. And take an example for another lady who was raped at the same age and didn't come out of it, couldn't um, surmount the pressures and ended up being a prostitute. These are two different people with different ideas and mentalities. Okay? So, this is what we must understand about destiny and fate. Destiny is what we are supposed to be. But fate is that thing that will happen en route to your destiny fulfillment, which may not change. Fate is a dimension that God is usually even aware of. Look at what happened to Job, for instance. For all the things he had, he lost them, but he gained even more. Look at Joseph, for example. He had to go to the pit. He had to go to the prison. He had to suffer a lot of things in Potiphar's house. But he still fulfilled destiny. So en route to fulfilling destiny, we must understand the dimensions of faith. What am I trying to say? Intrapersonal relationship exposes you to self-awareness and improvement. Self-awareness and improvement. You understand yourself. You find yourself. Just like I tell people a lot on Instagram and other platforms, Facebook. Find yourself first before you are found right. Find yourself first before you find a right. There is a school that I always talk about. The school that is painful to enroll. Many people don't like to enroll in this school. The school of personal finding. You must discover who you are. You must find yourself first. A lot of people say, sir, I don't know why. I'm always attracting the wrong people. The, the question is this. Are you right for yourself? If you are right for yourself, God is not an author of confusion. There's no way you'll be meeting wrong people. You must be right for yourself. The same thing for a man too. You must be right for yourself. Because God is careful about committing just anybody into your hand. God is careful about committing someone's daughter into your hand. God is careful about bringing someone's son into your hands. So, he wants you to be your best version. Before we just bring any Tom, Dick and Harry your way. Before we just bring anybody your way. No. So, if God would rather sponsor your delay than for you to miss it maritally, he would rather do that. This is true. All the ingredients of relationship life and marriage that can make a relationship or marriage between two people to be long-lasting can also be infused into an intrapersonal relationship. What am I trying to say? There are nine ingredients in relationship life and marriage, and love is not one of them. Is someone surprised? There are nine ingredients in relationship life and in marriage, and love is not one of them. In fact, if two people can successfully build upon the dimensions of these nine ingredients, wow, that marriage, that relationship is going to be heaven here on earth. We are talking about communication, talking about consistency, we're talking about compatibility, we're talking about commitment, we're talking about patience, we're talking about respect, we're talking about transparency, we're talking about trust and understanding. If you build your structure, if you build your marital structure, you build your relationship structure on these nine ingredients, love flows in naturally. Because the thing is, this, love is not enough. Love is not enough. So, if you can understand that, even with these nine ingredients, we can work on our own selves. 
our intrapersonal relationship and better. It is in the communication that you are able to mind communicate. When you mind communicate, you know who you are. You decide on what you want to do. It is in, it is in mind communication that you understand the realms of discernment. Discern. D-I-S-C-E-N-M-E-N-T. Discernment. You don't just say yes to anybody. You don't just accept to be in a relationship with anybody. Because we have realized that the devil can even attack the discernment of somebody. We have seen dimensions whereby women will reach out to me and say, Sir, these are the things I'm going through in my marriage. And I'll be like, when was the last time? Or did you see these things before marriage? And she'll be like, no, I didn't. In fact, the person I married is a direct opposite to the person I saw. And stuff like that. Which means you were not able to discern. And sometimes, discernment is not easy. Discernment is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Discernment is a grace. You must have the inner eye. And that is what having a retrospect, what is, that's what having an intrapersonal relationship can give. It is this communication that talks you out of depression. If this dimension of communication that talks you out of frustration. It is this communication that even makes you not to be jealous of your mates. You're not married, so, and you see your, your classmate who has been married for four years celebrating on Facebook, and you're like, oh, wow, that's good. I'm happy for you. But then I know where I'm going to. I know the man God is preparing for me. I know the woman God is preparing for me. I know, I, I know the kind of job he's preparing for me. I know the kind of career God is preparing for me. It is this mind communication in the dimension of intrapersonal relationship that doesn't make you to feel less than who you are just because somebody is attaining you know this height that you have not gotten to this is true we talk about commitment as well your commitment between you and your spouse gives you an edge imagine when you channel that same commitment before you are found right it is this commitment that makes you to invest in yourself in knowledge in skills in experience you ask some people in the whole of the year, how many books on relationships or marriage have they read? They'll tell you no books. They've not read anything. Have you been to any seminar? No. So how do you learn? Where do you get your facts from? How, how do you key in? It's a challenge. How do you carve a niche for yourself? How do you, how do you see people? Commitment. You must be committed to working on yourself. You must be committed to seeing a change. You must be committed to growing. Talking about consistency. And the, the importance of consistency cannot be overemphasized. It cannot be overemphasized. Consistency simply means doing what has given you results. Continue in that realm. Continue to doing it. Talk about compatibility. How compatible are you with your mindset? How compatible are you with God's words for your life? How compatible are you with the realms and dimensions you're supposed to be functioning from? How compatible are you with how you are supposed to be, you know, towing towards a particular route in your life? It is because people don't respect themselves, which is another ingredient. It is because people don't respect themselves. And that is why they will be putting their nudes on, 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 on Instagram. Put your nudes on Facebook. You see people sampling their laps, sampling their breasts and stuff like that. Forgetting that the internet does not lie. So the question is this. When you do all of this, what happens when you get married as a slave queen? What happens when you get married? What happens when your child becomes seven, eight, nine years old and has an opportunity to see your handle and go through your pictures? 
This is true. What happens? There's a lack of self-respect. It is a lack of self-respect that will make a woman to be doing a life course session with a man. Remove her panties, eh? remove her bra, play with her, her breast, put her fingers into her body and be mourning for a live session. You can imagine that nonsense for a man that has not even seen you before. The question is this, what do you stand to benefit? What do you stand to gain? What are you looking for that is not missing? That a woman will subject herself to that derogatory act just because she wants to maintain balance. Just because of few dollars that the man will send from wherever he is in the world. Come on. We talk about trust. People don't trust themselves. Deeply, people suspect that they can't even be the best version of themselves. So, when you are even trying to make them understand that, wow, you can do this, you carry this on the inside, this is who you are, they will just laugh and flatter themselves and say, oh, no, 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 I know I really cannot do this. So, the question is this, what are you here for? Why are you here? Why? We talk about understanding. When you have understanding of somebody, it is understanding that you have somebody that makes you to know their capabilities. It is understanding that makes you to understand, you know, the placement of one's personality. You know their ego, you know their pride, you know their arrogance, you know their weaknesses, you know their strength. So imagine when you understand yourself to that dimension. There are certain places you won't be. There are certain relationships you won't go into. There are certain gifts you won't even collect because you know that as soon as you collect it, emotions will run. Understanding yourself. Understanding yourself. David asked one of the most deepest questions ever in the book of Psalm chapter 8 verse 4, saying, he said, what is man that you are mindful of him? Who is the son of man that you care for him, that you made him a little lower than the angels? Hmm. We do not know the kind of power that we possess. We need other people to, you know, to, we, 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 we do not know who we really are. We do not know what we carry on the inside. And that's why we think we need other people to function or to navigate. No! That everyone needs a helper in career, in business, in job, in relationship, in marriage, does not take away the fact that we were all created uniquely as systems of balance and beauty. There's no one like who you are, Ali. There's no one like who you are, Val. There's no one like who you are, you see. You are your best version out there. You are your best kind of person created. There's no one ever like you. No one that will ever be like you. This is why you must look at yourself in the mirror and challenge yourself. I am the best out there. I am the best I'm ever going to be. This is going to be the least version of myself. This is true. So doing, doing, doing life, doing life with someone else under the confines of marriage is supposed to make an already meaningful life to be even more exciting. You see some people, they have flattered themselves into thinking that it is only when they get married they will be happy, they will be joyful, forgetting that happiness is not even enough, forgetting that you are not even permitted to be happy. What you are permitted to do is to be joyful. This is why happiness is not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. This is true. This is why the Bible said in Psalm 35, it said, Weeping may endure for the night, 
He didn't say happiness will come in the morning. He said joy will come in the morning. There's a reason why. And the Bible says in James 1 verse 2, he said, count it all joy when you fell into diverse temptations. For through them all, walk at your faith through patience. Why didn't he say count it all happiness? Because you can be in a relationship today and next week you're no longer in a relationship. Your husband can buy you a car today and next week something has happened. Somebody can give you 50,000 naira today and next week you're finished spending the money. So we are not permitted to be happy. We must be joyful. And this is why the songwriter sang that song I love so much. The joy of the Lord is your strength. 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 Permit me to say this. The beauty in your life should not be reflecting in a relationship or marriage. You should be exuding that energy even before you go in. Your happiness and joy should not be dependent on your partner or spouse. Because the marriage is an external bond connecting two people together. And without the internal, there should be no functionality on the inside. Even in biology, we were taught about cells. And all of us did cells, cell biology. We were taught about cells. That cells are the smallest unit of life that are capable of independent existence. So nobody sees cells, right? But they are so important in the body. This is true. You see, there's something unique about the inside dimension that many people have not figured out yet or have not started paying serious attention to. When you figure out that inside dimension, oh, you will cherish yourself so much. You will cherish your alonehood. You will cherish your singlehood. You will cherish those moments of being alone. You will cherish those moments of, of, of retrospection. You will cherish those moments of meditation. Ah, because those are the moments whereby you dream dreams without paying any amount. You can fly in the best aircraft without paying. You can wear the best of shoes without paying. And those things fuel your actions physically. The inside dimension is deep. Even the Bible says in Proverbs 23 verse 7, it says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. We are direct reflection of who we are. This is true. This is why you would have to peel the back of bananas to be able to consume it. This is why you have to peel the back of oranges before you can suck out the liquid. This is why you have to also peel the back of a pineapple to have access to eating it. Even the water you desperately want to drink in a coconut has to be assessed by breaking the coconut itself. Yes! Life is all about digging up. We are all looking for something. What are you looking for? What are you digging up? Yes! There is a power that belongs to the inside dimension. There are a lot of things that many people have not yet discovered about themselves internally. A lot of people don't even know who they are. They don't know what they carry on the inside. And this has led to lots of challenges already. There is a proverb that talks about the fact that the flying bird needs to eat more to fly better. Yes. Samson had a discussion with himself. Talking about intrapersonal relationship now. Samson had a discussion with himself and decided to throw in the towel. You will agree with me that after he was confined, he was confiscated, his hair was growing back again. Samson's hair was growing back again. 
you know, while it was changed. Meaning, if he had been patient and pray and say, God, my hair is back now. Can you just give me another opportunity? And I will not miss it. And I'll let me just deal with these people. Let me just show that you have given me this opportunity. You have shown me mercy. Look at his prayer. He said, God, let me die with my enemies. And God granted the prayer. I mean, he granted wishes. And he died with his enemies by shaking the pillar of the building. The Bible recorded that the people that even died that very day were more than all the people he ever killed while he was alive. But his decision with his mind led to his decision, you know, to just die with his enemies. Your mind, your mind ruminations leads to your decisions. You must checkmate your mind rumination, your mind rumination. What are you ruminating upon? What are you thinking upon? This is true. What are you thinking upon? What is your mind interaction all about? What's your mind interaction all about? What is the what is the system behind the lack of depth in your thoughts? Some people's thought patterns are shallow. Their belief system are shallow. Shallowness. When was the last time you told yourself, I dare you, Ali. I dare you, Val. I dare you, you see. I dare you, Stephen. I dare you to do this. I dare you to finish this product. I dare you to start this. I dare you. We have not dared ourselves enough. I dare you. What is this that is limiting you that you feel, ah, I cannot really do this. Oh, what will people say? What will people say has limited the reason why a lot of people are sad today? A lady who is based in Ghana reached out to me last year. You know, uh, in this part of the world, in Nigeria, our engagement is usually on Fridays and the white wedding on Saturday. In Ghana, I think the engagement is usually on a Thursday. She reached out to me on a Tuesday and told me, sir, that she's at the verge of marrying in two days' time. But she just found something creepy in her husband, in her fiance's phone. The guy has been flirting with a guy, with a lady, sorry. The guy has been flirting with a lady. And from what she discovered, that they are so, so, so close to each other. Very, very erotic messages and stuff like that. So I asked her, what do you want? She said, sir, she's confused. I said, well... God has shown you something. A broken relationship is better than a broken marriage. There are 31 reasons why you should not marry somebody. That's the first book I wrote. It's also my Linktree page on my bio on Instagram. You can check it out. It's on Amazon, Linktree. It's on Amazon seller and um, all kind of books. 31 reasons why you should not marry. Say there are 31 reasons why you should not marry somebody. Eh? And love is not one of them. That the person is willing to change is not enough that the person is good is not enough that the person is god fearing is not enough now the funny thing is all these 31 reasons are the reasons why people get married to people but they are still not enough i told her now that you have seen this thing before you get married who would you blame when you now marry and he's now cheating on you you know people will say what will people say what will people say and so what because it's two days to your wedding to hell what people will say the people that are not hungry, that will come and eat your, your jollof rice. After that, they go back to their home. Are they hungry? And you are feeding people that are not hungry. And you want to negotiate that for, for, for a life of, of, of sadness? I'm happy to say that she didn't go ahead with her wedding. This is true. Because people don't change in marriage. Marriage does not change anybody. Marriage is a magnifier. Marriage will magnify what you didn't see, what you were scared to admit, or what you didn't want to believe or see. This is true.
she dared herself. Two days, she told, told her family member, she's no longer interested. I was even, I gave her certain things. I gave her a tip. I said, don't even tell anybody what you saw. Just tell them it's over. Let it, let it be, let it be like, um, you know, a redo. Let everybody keep wondering what happened, what happened. I said, that is the best surprise you can give that guy. Because he will never be able to come to the fact that you saw anything. This is true. The best revenge you can give people is when they don't know the reason why you have decided to own up for your life and take charge of your life. This is true. We are talking about a system whereby imbibing the person of the Holy Spirit should be an added advantage in a world where many persons are trying to use their common senses. We cannot use common senses enough in this world. This world is too deep, filled with trouble. No wonder the Bible says in Job 4 8. He said, A man, Job 8 4, Job 8 4, said, Man who is born of a woman is of few days and filled with trouble. Hmm. What are the solution mindsets we are believing God for? What are the solution mindsets you are keen into? Is your mind always suggesting problems or suggesting solutions? How have you been able to tame the animal of regret? How have you been able to tame the animal of regret? How have you seen that your healing is your responsibility? Your healing does not lie in the hands of any friend. Your healing does not lie in the hands of you getting married. Your healing is your responsibility. I know women, counselors who have reached out to me, telling me that they have not healed from the fact that a man cheated on them. That they didn't end up with a certain man they're supposed to marry. That they were raped or something. Sometimes when I ask women, okay, how many relationships have you had before this man you got married? They tell me they had six, seven, eight, nine, and stuff like that. This is why I always talk about a bloodline deliverance. A bloodline deliverance is key because, you know, sex is 95% spiritual and 5% physical. So the removal of cloth and pant and bra is just 5%. The main business, the main activity is the spiritual realm, which is 95 And sometimes you cannot forget somebody totally if you don't detach your blood from theirs. This is true. The Lord will help us. So God replicating himself in a system here on earth to do all he can do here is an explanation of how purposeful we really are. Is an explanation of how beautiful our lives are supposed to be. This is true. In my counseling sessions, I've, I've, I've you know, chatted with bitter people, depressed people, frustrated people, people with wounded souls, carrying injuries, adding the sort of regret to their wounds. You see people who have who have painted, you know, this picture that ah, this wound will never get healed, wounded heart, and then you are applying the sort of regret. You can never heal like that. This is true. You can never heal. It is only God that can heal you. It is only God that can give you, you know, beauty for ashes. This is true. But I've never seen anybody who decides to come to God and say, God, I need you to take charge of my heart. I need you to give me beauty for ashes. I need you to take me from where I am now to where you need me to be. I have never seen that person regret. This is true. So what are we trying to say? An intrapersonal relationship. The importance of an intrapersonal relationship cannot be overemphasized. I collated an acronym for intra. The eyes interact more with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. Write things down. Use your phone notebook. Write things down. Jot things down. 
write things down. This is what I need to achieve. Oluwakemi, you are better than this. You are more than a conqueror. Adewumi, this is where you are going to be. And I, nobody can stop me. I am my best version. You see, there's nobody better than me. Val, I am the best there is. Ali, this is just my list. You must talk yourself out of it. You must interact more with yourself. Because the thing is this, what if you now marry somebody that cannot speak the love language of affirmation? So your whole life will now be redundant because your partner cannot speak the love language of affirmation. We have partners like that. It doesn't mean they are not good people now. It doesn't mean they don't love you. But when you say, honey, oh, I'm dull. And, and you expect them to say, oh, really, you're dull. Oh, sorry. Ah. What if they're like, oh, really, you're dull. Okay, sorry. You'll be fine. And then they go. So your whole life will be redundant because somebody cannot speak your love language. It's a problem. You must generate that propensity. You must generate that capacity. You must generate that energy. You must generate that fuel. The next one is the N in intra. Navigate between your past, your present, and your future with positivity. You must navigate. You must check them. This is where I've been. This is where I am. This is where I want to be. How far? God, what is the formula? What is the formula? How do I ascend to that next dimension? What do I need to do? What do I need to do to key into this formula? What is the formula for this grace? What is the formula for this anointing? What is what what are what are people doing that are making them to achieve the results? I need this result of consistency. I need this result of stability. I need this result of balance. I need this result of of being a better version of me. This is true. Imagine if I had allowed my past to weigh me down. How would I have been able to generate the CV to write the book on my addition story? This is true. But I keyed into the project. And I realized that what for everything I have gone through, it is because God was intentional about taking me to where I needed to be. To be able to be a voice to people. This is true. So when I see somebody coming to me and say, Sir, I'm struggling with masturbation. Uh, and I just look at you and laugh. The, the first question I ask is, what are the things you normally use for your masturbation? And I say, I'm nothing. I only use my hands. Uh, I just laugh. Because that means you cannot even compare yourself to me. Because you cannot even imagine the items I used for my masturbation. This is true. So you must navigate. Positive navigation. The T in intra, talk to yourself more. Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. The Bible says that um, the heart is made unto confession. The heart is for the confession. The mouth is for confession unto righteousness. You must confess what you believe. You must say what you want. You must key into what, 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 what you believe, where you see yourself. The Bible says that we speak of those things that are not as though they are. The woman who issue of blood for 12 years, she, she did something. How can you see Jesus, who was like a local celebrity there. You cannot see anybody less than 300 persons beside Jesus Christ. Say, if only I can touch the hem of Jesus' garment, I know I'll be made whole. Is this ministry to somebody today? Have you been demanding for this, this hem of Jesus' garment, for that blood that is flowing in your mind to stop? That blood of guilt that is flowing? That hem is available. You can key into the hem of Jesus' garment. She did it. And before you know it, the blood stopped. Jesus even had to look around and say, who touched me? Peter, who was always very outspoken, said, ah, ah, Jesus, how far are you now? Look at all the people pushing and saying, who touched me? He said, no, somebody touched me. So that means that there's a difference between eh, 
just rubbing hands, rubbing minds to somebody and having a contact. Those people were touching Jesus Christ, but she had a contact. This is what we need to do. We must grow from the point whereby we just have to, you know, talk with our minds, but have contact with our mind. The R in intra, reflect on where you want to be. Reflect on where you want to be. Put your mind on that. Be purposeful, be intentional. This is where I want to be next week. This is where I want to be next year. This is what I want my marriage to be like. And until you see that person, don't settle for anybody. And just say, yeah, I'm in my 30s now. Time is going. Who told you time is going? Were you you there when they created you? Why are you using other people's timetable to run your own life? Time is, which time is going? Which time is going? So sometimes when God is sponsoring the delay of some people, when God is sponsoring the marital delay of some people, some people are saying, no, 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 I just want to miss it maritally. Because delay can be sponsored by three persons. Yourself, God, and the devil. If your delay is sponsored by you, or you, you know you just need to work on yourself, you know, get better, develop um, people's skills, relational skills, communication skills, and all of that. If your delay is sponsored by the devil, you know you have to pray to deal with him. If your delay is not sponsored by God, where are you running to? Just like that funny comedy we normally see in reels. Where are you running to? Where are you running to? Where, are you? where, can, you, where can you run to when God is in charge of your case? This is true. You either wait or you wait. Especially when God has vested interest in you. You either wait or you wait. You don't have any choice. Because the waiting room can be so painful. No wonder the Bible said in Isaiah 40, 31. He said, for those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And they shall mount up with wings as eagles. And they shall run and shall not be weary. And shall walk and shall not faint. This is true. The A in intra is activate your belief system on what you are yet to receive. I will say that for faith is substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So for him that believe, must believe that he is the one that diligently seeking, is the one that is able to receive. Because he is the one that is the rewarder. He rewards, he gives. Reward of those that diligently seeking. You must activate your belief system. You must key into the dimensions of faith. Because faith without works is dead. Men and brethren, I challenge us this evening. Just before I wrap up my teaching, then we'll go into the session of questions, um, observations, um, comments, and stuff like that. I have gone into the depths of relationships, marriages, jobs, businesses, careers, you know, family practitioning. I have realized that... If you do not believe in yourself, you may not be able to achieve much. There's a school called the School of Process. A lot of people are running away from this school. But we must understand that in in getting the process out of life, we must enroll in this School of Process. There's also another school called the School of Effort. You must enroll in this School of Effort. I talked about the school of personal finding earlier. Ah, you can't you can't negotiate. If you do not find yourself, it will be very, 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 very difficult. Very difficult. Many of life's challenges are traceable to the fact that many people did not filter or do not filter their mindset on what they wanted before delving into particular decisions. I pray the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. 
thank you so much and um i'm going to stop here for now i've been speaking for the past one hour so um i would like to um appreciate each and every one of you that have been around ali thank you so much val you see olua kemi adewumi and ni normally I, I i do this every mondays like this it's usually 7 pm last week i was not able to come because um, i had an engagement and i couldn't finish on time for those of us that are usually um used to coming for my programs i'm very very sorry so uh, and today 7 pm is not sure i have a program by that 7 pm if you look at my flyer my and um, it took me it took me many months to land the man and so you know and he gave me this time and i have to just work with it in fact i've been speaking with this you know uh, pa for a while now so this was why i decided to bring this session you know backwards so please feel free join me on instagram and you can connect for this um, program already purpose identification and destiny fulfillment the man that i'm going to be having a speak with us a resource person is um is is is, is blessed is is a is a kingdom preneur let me use that word and you don't want to miss you know that program already so feel free you know follow me on instagram and turn on your notification buttons i'm going to be having lots of um sessions for those of us that are familiar with instagram i'm going to be having a um, session with wives and mothers tomorrow you know and them um, all through the month of uh, july i will have other sessions also in august we have other you know sessions as well so it's going to be amazing last month for those of us that were aware i had a session with um the willows and then um, later this month i also have a session with um dr samuel you know Ekundayo. so please feel free to uh, follow me on instagram you can also follow me here and then we get to bond and synergize so i do this every monday so i don't know between i'm um, four to seven but then whenever i create you know the program here on monday you're always going to see the time so we can just always hook up and then the lord will always continue to bless us in jesus name so just before we move on um does anyone have anything to say you have a question based on all i've talked about Ebon, you are welcome god bless you um you have a question you have a recommendation you have an observation you know you have an addition or subtraction and the floor is ours now so please let's um shake our mics and then i'll bring us up already we've talked about the science of intrapersonal relationship a very deep topic that um not everyone is willing to you know look into we're always looking at them um, the inter the inter and not the intra we are also looking at them um, we're always looking at what we can get from people and not what we can derive from ourselves and i believe um, it's been an amazing one hour already so i don't know does anyone have anything to say any question the floor is ours now, please. Is there something I said in particular you didn't understand? You couldn't wrap your minds? And if you can't um, um, come up on stage, you can just send me a message in the chat um, session. I will, I will get to, you know, read, read from there as well, okay? So that, um, that's for that. Anyone? Ali, anyone? Val? You see? Oluwakemi, Ni, Ebon. I think I know I know Ebon and Oluwakemi and UC um, from my past um, sessions. They, they always come and I think Val has come on one or two occasions. So thank you so much, guys. I'm the only one talking though. Nobody wants to say anything. Okay. If there's no question, can you just appreciate us for what we've learned? Can you appreciate, you know, God in our lives and all of that? And um, we believe God um, that every Mondays like this, God is going to be you know, helping us with um, content like So, yes, 
this session is on replay is on replay already so um just in case you didn't come early enough you can get to you know listen to everything that um, we've talked about and i know the lord will help us in the name of jesus okay so kemi is um requesting god bless you yes kemi how are you good evening sir god bless you i celebrate you i came late i would have had questions or probably have something to say but i came late i would probably have to go to the replay and check out what you've said earlier before i came okay okay uh, thank you so much all right thank you so much kemi i, I didn't missed, i I, 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 you didn't come last week. Yes. I said you probably were engaged Yes. I'm very, very no, sorry about that. Yes. I'm very, very sorry about that. That was, that was why I decided to move this session backwards today. Because as you can see in the flyer, um, the program is a very intentional one. And it took me a lot of time, you know, to land um, this man. And then so I, I didn't want to negotiate. And I realized I needed to cover up for yesterday. Uh, sorry, for last week. Sorry. So I, I decided to, you know, come. But then, um, intrapersonal relationship is, is what we all need. Vivian, you're welcome. Ifueko, you are welcome. I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce the name properly. Um, before we, we started talking about all of this, I, I made mention of three three stories that are very, very key to me about the realm of um, intrapersonal relationship. I talked about um, the fact that if we are not our own best friends, we 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 will definitely have problems with dealing with um, life's challenges. We will have problems with dealing with what you know life is throwing to us as tantrums. And I made mention of the fact that um, one of my counselee who has an issue with her husband, who who believes that her husband has um, a temperament. Um, problems they are not able to bond and communicate when she reached out to me and told me her, her issues I gave her certain tips I told her these are the kind of messages you should send and all of that and she said that um, sir if my husband sees this message he will just believe that I got it from somewhere he can't believe that I'll be able to come up with things like this so that got me I'm like okay so far even if your husband knows and so what your husband should know that you are talking to somebody I have a counselor presently now whose husband is into masturbation, whose husband is into pornography. He, he has not been touching his wife. I mean, a, a young woman of 27 years old. He, people are wicked. But I just noticed something that um, any calculation we are making that we can run the dimensions of marriage without the help of God is a fraudulent dream we must wake up from is a fraudulent calculation we must we must do away with presently how do you encourage a 27 year old to you know try and cope in a marriage that you can say is not working now leaving the marriage is not possible not just because god is against divorce but because the man has told her emphatically that she cannot live with the son she does not have the capacity to take care of the son. So he has the capacity. But leaving the son with the man and going away because of what she's going through is going to be sheer madness. This is somebody that has once, you know, 
um, left his tablet that he was using to masturbate carelessly in the hands of his five-year-old son. And that one picked it up and started seeing all the rubbish there. So, you know, what are we trying to say? Earlier, we talked about the dimensions of discernment. Discernment. Whilst you are mind communicating, whilst you are building synergy with yourself, whilst you are having an intrapersonal relationship with yourself, you must get to a point in time in your life whereby you do not see life's challenges as what we um, do you a favor and go away just because ah this one has suffered for a long time let's leave her let's leave him no life problems will not do you a, a, a favor by going you are the one that will do yourself a favor by manning up and working on your own self i find it i find it difficult to understand why somebody will decide to take a life that he or she did not create just last week i saw on facebook a guy who had a babbing saloon at least you are doing well we know that at least in a day in a babbing saloon with the economy and the demand for people you know having their haircuts you will make a decent amount of money he decided to write a letter and killed himself saying that um, this is not the place he is, he, he expects you know himself to be at that particular point in time he feels he should have gone past that point and then he decided to end it all he can no longer cope that dimension can only be fueled by somebody who has lost belief in himself by somebody who has probably seen his mates, maybe some of his mates that they've even, you know, brought in big, big vehicles to that place, pack it, and then, you know, he will not have the haircut. He will not feel like, God, why is my life like this? This is why we must understand the scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 that talked about there's time for everything. You must know your calendar. Understand your timetable that your friends have gotten married and you are not even in a relationship is not a a, a a a reason for you to feel less than who you are this is true it's not a reason the thing is this they didn't give back to you people the same day so why have you flattered yourself into thinking you must marry the same day you are not from the same place you don't look alike even twins don't even get married except on real occasion. So why have you suddenly believed that if you do not marry at a particular point in time, there's a problem? And let us let, let me make something clear. You see that dimension of before this year runs out, I must get married. Please, let's be very careful, women that are not married listening to me. I'm not saying you should not have faith. I'm not saying you should not have belief. But please, be very careful when you are making such statements, when you are being emphatic. We have seen dimensions whereby the devil can hijack the, 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 will I say systems or statements now, statements of some people. Before the end of this year, I must get married. And what if that is not the plan of God? Somebody comes in November, since you say December, somebody comes in November and you already know that uh, this is probably who you may not have settled down with. But because you really, really want to get the job done before December, you now go ahead. Or the person may even look like who you really, really want. Meanwhile, it's an opposite of who God is designing for you. And then you go ahead. There's a cryptic system. Of, of, of being deceived. 
I have counseled over 400 married women and 45%, what am I saying 45? 65% of those married women today always tell me or have told me in the past that they didn't understand that their marriage the marriages to these people will be like this because most of them will tell me that these men changed automatically after they got married so the question is this the system that makes you not to see who is changing is something you must deal with this is true so we have women who know that who they are rolling with about for them but they're just holding on let me just wait till somebody good comes in we have systems who uh, women that they don't even know they just believe that he's good ah i've seen him he cooks for me he pecks me oh he has not even asked for sex please let's be very careful about that dimension sometimes when you ask people women why did you marry say ah sir he didn't ask me for sex ah he's wrong is is an error that a man is not asking for sex does not mean that he is god fearing does not mean that when you get married he's going to show composure this is why we must understand the dimensions of sexual compatibility and sexual commitment. See, I have had this case, I have discussed about this in different platforms, and I will say it here again. With respect to the male and female gender listening to me, I beg you in the name of God. This is, this is you know, this is not what we are talking about today, but I'm just led to say it. I beg God in the name of God, in the God that we are serving. Please, if for any reason you have been exposed to sex, probably at an early age, I can understand that I've had counselors who were exposed to sex at the age of three, four, five raped by uncles raped by cousins raped by houseboys and all so i can understand there's really nothing you want to tell me that i've not heard if you've been exposed from that age three four five and you didn't stop having sex till maybe you you continued five six seven eight nine ten all through secondary and you are now probably 32 and you are not married i beg you in the name of god if a man that is not as sexually exposed is coming your way please do your homework because if you do not do your homework, what do i mean by do your homework find that if he's the one god wants for you because i have seen the way god wants and i'm going to play it out for us now imagine this case now almighty god this lady wants to get married oh really ah yes she has for you know surrendered her life to me and i know she had um, a, um a, a very terrible past she was raped by her houseboy but i mean she's fine now you know she's my daughter good 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 so who do you want to give her and the angel is like oh, almighty god you know because of her sexual prowess we would have given her this brother but this brother is marrying as a virgin and god is like you know they will not be able to cope I don't want a situation whereby I will merge two persons together and they will flatter themselves into thinking it's God's will and then they will be sad. What about this brother? This one here, he's also a believer and he's sexually capable to handle her because he himself has been having sex for a long time. And I say, oh, that is true. Let us merge them together. Now, this is God playing the role of a perfect matchmaker here. In my experience, what I have believed, what I have seen is this. If sexual compatibility is missed, get ready for sexual commitment. This is true. 
and sexual commitment is not easy sexual commitment is a price to pay hard price to pay imagine when when you are your relation as a woman you are really really wet down there you need this thing and your husband is is a uh, is somebody that may not meet up Maybe you are you are kind of woman that has climbed the realms of five six rounds. Maybe it's even at the sixth round you used to calm down and say, okay, yes, you have done well. And then your husband is somebody that will do one or two rounds. There's no way you will not be frustrated. Are we now saying that God is an is an author of confusion? No. So what am I saying respectfully? If you're a virgin, understand that the as a woman, if you're a virgin as a woman, understand that the man that would is virgin you. <laughs> will be either somebody that has been doing it or is a novice like you and if he's a novice like you it's better because both of you will learn whatever you want to learn you will learn how you want to do and you find balance and then you juggle things if you now marry a man who is used to taking alomo who is used to taking things into his body who can go seven eight rounds who is used to taking and you because you have not been doing it before there's going to be a challenge this is what we make men to say, ah, please, I'm, I, I, I want sex. Otherwise, I'll go outside and get it. Those are men that are not even God-fearing. But God designed this thing called sex. I don't know why we are talking about this now. God designed this thing called sex. He, 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 sex is for enjoyment. It's for procreation. It's for intimacy. It's for a fellowship. Sex is like a triangle between God, man, and the woman. That you should get to a point in time whereby you are having sex with your husband and you are mourning and the Holy Spirit of God is there to bear witness. It's not something God is shy about, especially when it's happening in the conference of marriage. But I stand to be corrected. God will never merge two people together who, who are not supposed to be sexually compatible. Sexually compatible. And this boils down to God's will. I am not saying you cannot meet a man who or a woman who you are less experienced than or more experienced than. But let it be that God is merging you to that person for you to teach that person or for that person to teach you. And of course, if sexual compatibility, when we say sexual compatibility, it simply means when you're not in the mood, your partner should understand. You can decide not to even be in the mood for one week. Your partner should understand. But a man that has been randy, a man that every week at least he, he, he does hookups and stuff like that. How do you want to cope with that kind of a man? Even if he's a pastor, even if he's somebody that is spirit-filled and blasting tongues, he will be frustrated. So we must not joke with this dimension. I don't know why this is coming up now, but it is very, very, very important. If anybody has a question to raise regarding this, please, now will be the best time to shake your mic and ask. And then if you have um, a contribution, please, um, you can talk about that as well. So, but because I have just, I was telling us about my counselee now, whose um, husband is um, a one-round man. And that one-round is like maybe once a month. Imagine one round once a month or one round two to twice a month. And this woman, she's had about three or four relationships. She's 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 a pro. She's experienced in that end. And now sometimes, you know, when she's seen ovulation, she's wet, she needs to be touched, you know, and the man is saying, ah, I'm tired, I'm tired. The man is not cheating on her, but he's just saying the truth. He cannot go. He can't. That's just the truth. And this is where we look at the dimension of the, you know, weak libido. 
Weak libido is not a disease. Some people are wired that way. Sometimes God can create people that way too. So we all do not have that high, 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 high libido. We are not created that way. So we must be able to decipher what works for us. So whilst we are praying, oh God, give me, give me husband, give me husband, give me wife. God, give me a man that will be compatible with me sexually. I have a couple who is, um, okay. Exactly, my dear Victoria, this is true. We don't want to talk about this. We don't want to talk about this. We don't want to talk about it. What am I trying to say? I have a, I have a couple, a couple counselor in, um, in Canada now. Um, thank you, my dear. I appreciate it. God bless you. But I'm not seeing you in the session. Okay, okay, all right, all right. I have a couple in Canada now. I created a, um, a couple WhatsApp page for them. So the three of us, that's, one, that's what I normally do if it's um, a couple. We do a three-man dimension for us to talk and all. What am I trying to say? The woman has never really loved sex. In fact, she's sometimes always dry. This man has, has had sex almost all his life. So they're always having issues. They're always having issues. And then the man is a gentleman, of course. He won't cheat on his wife and all of that. But the thing is this. Marriage is too long for you to experiment. Some people say, ah, there's no problem. I will cope. Yeah, nah, no, don't. There are certain things you don't manage. Marriage is not supposed to be managed. Mm. Marriage is not supposed to be managed. It is supposed to be enjoyed and not endured. Yes. Let us tell ourselves the truth. When you see somebody saying that, uh, okay, I was just chatting with a lady um, just before I came on. Our wedding is next month, August 30th, traditional. The white is um, September 30th. I was like, how are you feeling? How do you feel? She said, sir, ah, I, feel, um, I feel nervous. I said, really? Why are you nervous? Is it um, partly based on the excitement or what? She said, ah, uh, sir, you know, marriage has its own issues. I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling. I said, well, the truth is this. If you do marriage God's own way, you are not supposed to even, you are not even supposed to regret at any point in time. I know her very well. She's marrying as a virgin. But she's this kind of virgin that has done everything. She has, she has, when I mean everything, she has kissed, she has touched, she has touched every other. So she's experienced in that dimension. But that oneself is still not enough. That is just the truth. Some people are experienced virgins. But when it comes to the main show, you will realize that you are learning. That is it. The husband-to-be is someone I know very, very well. My very good friend. And this guy, this guy is Randy. When I mean Randy, very, very Randy. Has a very high libido. So these are some of the things you should be discussing. You should be discussing. And let me warn us, please. Let me warn us, please. Because uh, these are, I'm just trying to show us certain things that I, I normally experience in counseling sessions. These are some of the things we experience and I want to share with us. Whilst maybe um, next week I will do a collated um, um, excerpts, excerpts of my counseling sessions. Yes, excerpts. When I mean excerpts, you know, debriefs and everything of whatever. So, so that we can really understand. Okay? You are in a relationship and somebody is not intentional. Somebody is not talking about, um, you know, what, what, what are your five-year plan? You know, where do you see yourself? Can I even know your family? Can I? Nobody is doing that. Nobody is talking about, um, you know, the dimensions of, um, okay, um, Lucy is saying something. 
experience virgin. Yes, my dear, experience virgin. Okay, instead of looking for star sign compatibility when dating. Yes, it's true. It's true. You see, I, I, for those of us that were around earlier, I talked about the nine ingredients of relationship and love is not one of them. Communication, commitment, consistency, compatibility, patience, respect, transparency, trust, and understanding. If you successfully work on these nine ingredients, love comes naturally. You don't need love because love is not enough. Have you seen couples who are in their 70s who have probably lived together for more than 40 years? Ask them now if it's love they are using. They will tell you it's not love. It is these nine ingredients that has kept them. And inside these nine ingredients is where we have the dimensions of compatibility. Compatibility is so deep. We are just talking about sexual compatibility and it looks as if we have spoken a lot. Compatibility, we talk about mind compatibility. We talk about emotional compatibility. We talk about behavioral compatibility. Even if no two persons have the same behavior, but you, you have to be compatible behaviorally with somebody. This is true. So, compatibility is deep. Spiritual compatibility is deep too. If you are not, if you do not agree on a certain church, on a certain doctrine, it's going to be a problem. Like now, you see women reaching out to me and say, Sir, uh, my husband is a Catholic. I was in Pentecostal. Eh? He said that I should be a Catholic before I Now I've gotten married to him. I miss, the, I miss Pentecostal. Or things like, my husband promised me that he's not going to force me into being a Catholic. Now we are married. He said I must go to Catholic because he has paid for my head. Things like that. And you know that your, your mind is not in the Catholic faith. How do you cope? How do you find balance? This is true. God, I'm not rubbing off anybody's um, um, religion here, respectfully, but we must be wise. The other day, a lady reached out to me. She's a Christian. She had to convert to a Muslim. She converted to a Muslim. Now, the man... No, 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 no. She didn't, she didn't, she didn't convert to a Muslim. The man told her, don't worry. He can be a Christian. No problems. I won't marry another wife and stuff like that. Now, the man has picked up another wife. And she's like, uh, she doesn't know what to do. Well, I'm like, in the Muslim faith, what is the stand on uh, picking up a second wife? They stand there, they see it as normal. So, he is not doing anything wrong. Because he is on his right. So, it is you now. What do you want? That is it. When you, when you take certain decisions, that is why... You can, you can change your actions. You can't change your decisions. Yes. When you take certain decisions, you will be the owner of the result. That's it now. You can't stop him from... What do you want to do? You want to tell him... No, 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 no. So, we must be careful of the actions we are taking part-time. Part-time. And I pray the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. This is, this is just um, you know, a, side, um, a side information. And I know that the Lord will, you know, bless us in the name of Jesus. Um, now is a good time to ask a question regarding what I've just talked about. And also regarding anything bothering you, relationship, marriage, um, job, business, career, and stuff like that. There was a time I even came here and I did a session on, uh, it's not every man you can marry. Like for the women here, it's not every man you can marry. There are grace levels. Not everybody can marry a pastor's wife. This is true. Not everybody can marry a businessman. So we are going to, you know, look for a time and then do a comparative dimensions on um, all we need to know about, um, you know, marriage life, about relationship life, 
you know, family practitioners, you know, generally. And the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. It is well. It is well. Thank you so much. Thank you, blessing. Thank you. I really appreciate. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you, Lucy. God bless you in the name of Jesus. So I really appreciate. Do well to follow me here. Do well to follow me on Instagram and turn on your um okay, yes, blessing has something to say. God bless you, blessing. Good evening, please. Hello, blessing. Can I go ahead? Yes, please go ahead. Good evening already. Yeah, good evening. I really appreciate your information, educative and enlightening intellectual dose that you've given us this evening. Thank uh, you so much. Sir. I joined very late, so I probably missed quite a few things. I mm. just want to recap of the ingredients of relationship as you highlighted it yes. just before I joined. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, you want me to mention them again, right? Yes, I want you to just do a recap. Okay. All right. All right. Now, we have communication. We have commitment. We have consistency. We have compatibility. We have patience. We have respect. We have transparency. We have trust. And we have understanding. Now, one thing we must understand is this. If we are looking for love before we get married we will run into problems the reason why a lot of people are missing it in marriages today says ah, eh, eh, i love him i love him i love him but not a lot of people can define what love is if you ask people now what is love they can they don't even know the difference between like and love there was a time i did a session i said what is the difference between like and love I was asking a counselor of mine. He said, like is when you like somebody. Love is when you love somebody. What a foolish answer. So, but in my experience, I have come to realize that the, the armpit of marriage is too long for you to deploy just love. Because it will get to a point in time that you will be looking for that love. You will not even see. So, even in a God-designed marriage, what is enough is not love, but these nine ingredients. These nine ingredients. Imagine when you are communicating together with your spouse on what you want. Communication is a major challenge. I have seen men like us. There was a time I did a session on Instagram on a lack of hungry men in this dispensation when it comes to marriage. A man, your wife will offend you. You don't want to talk to her. You are keeping malice with her. So how does she want to learn? Even in my counseling sessions, I will tell us, my counselees, I think I have over 400 married women and I have over 250 singles. Now, the men that are married that are trying to speak with me are not more than 7%. Because men are not hungry enough for counseling sessions. Even when there are the problems, Sometimes women will reach out to me. They'll tell me their problems. I say, my dear, now, I love, I love the fact that you are hungry enough for a session. The thing is this. Since you are married, most of the things I'm telling you now, they will, they will, they will, um, they will not fly because you are supposed to infuse them with your husband. And so if your husband that you are infusing it with does not want a session, it's going to be a problem. So it's going to be half-baked. 
I've even seen some some men reaching out to me, warning me to leave their wives alone. That they are the ones to decide whether they want a session or not. So some some men are just terrible in, in communication. Very terrible in communication. But communication is a tool. You talk. In fact, this is where the dimensions of friendship comes in. Doing friends. Doing, you must do friendship. Doing friendship in your marriage. Because when you are when, when you are not friends with your partner, it's difficult to have you know a common ground. It's difficult to have a common what do you want to talk about? A woman will tell me that she's just like a roommate to her husband. There's nothing to talk about. The question is this when you were dating yourselves, what were you people talking about? Nothing. Nothing. I follow for those of you that are on Instagram, I follow a popular page on Instagram called Joro. If you have seen me somewhere, relationship like Okunli, I'm the one that always comments there. Some people will come and say, ah, eh, me, there's not, nothing happens. My husband is dull. My husband does not say anything to me. The question is this. What is happening now has been happening before you got married. Marriage does not change people. So imagine this scenario. A, woman, a, a man calls you. Baby girl, where are you? Come now, come now, come, come. He's calling you 10.30 p.m. You go over to his house. And then you guys have sex. You sleep off. And in the morning, as early as 7.30, you leave. Have you communicated? You have only gone there to exchange virtues. So if you do that for the next nine months, and you now get married in the 10th month, and he is not talking to you, will you be surprised? Because you spent nine months doing nothing apart from having sex. There was no communication on certain dimension. You don't know his likes. You don't know his dislikes. So communication is key. It is in communication that you know if you can do life with a particular person. Commitment, come on, we can't even commitment is, is 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 broad. You must commit, committing to making it work. I told us before you came earlier. I talked, I told us about a woman whose husband was misbehaving into infidelity and stuff like that. She reached out to me. She said, "Sir, she has seen my live sessions on how I told women, you know, to fight for their marriages." She said, "Sir, I know my husband is into infidelity, but I am not willing to let go. I believe in my marriage." I know what I want. She keyed into it. We started prayers together. But not just prayers, because you must do certain things physically. I had to tell her certain things to do. Certain clothes to wear. I was telling her, so, so particular time, don't even wear bra, don't wear pants. Just be like that. Use a good perfume. Make sure you are scantily dressed. Let him see you properly. Don't keep anything. When he comes back, give him his food. Stay within, walk around. Those things that he's seen outside that is making his head to spin. Turn it. Show him. Show him. Show him. When he's playing his games or watching TV or doing things that you know you don't have attention for, you don't have attraction for, key in. Honey, who is this? Who is this player? What's his name? Gradually, gradually, gradually. Before you know it, the man that was not interested in anything, that doesn't want to touch her and everything, was the one following up now. Gradually, he, 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 you know, he detached himself from that, from that lady with two left legs outside disturbing you know, her marriage. And then they became very... This one, it, practically, she, she fought for her marriage. And she got the job done. This is true. So you must be committed. What are we committed into doing? Some people now, they, they, they see marriage as a contract and not as a covenant. So people just give up easily. Be committed. Be committed. Giving the person 
that is your partner what he or she needs and not what you want that is another problem consistency consistency is the next one consistency is like an elder brother to commitment whatever you are committed to you generate consistency in it you generate consistency identifying a particular love language of your partner and you start speaking it even if it's not your best your partner wants you to show the love language of service don't say because uh, in my house i'm a man no we, we had two ourselves two ourselves we had two ourselves i had three sisters i didn't have any reason to to enter the kitchen in fact cooking indomie is just by mistake and you know your wife appreciates the love language of service and you're not speaking love language of physical touch Imagine when she's in the kitchen trying to cook and you're not touching her breast, touching her buttocks. She will look at you because you are not speaking the language she wants. But imagine when you come and I say, honey, oh, okay, can I help you, you know, cut this? You cut the onions, you cut the vegetables, you help out. Even if it's just moral support. If you grab the ass or you grab the bread, she will allow you. Why? Because you have credited an emotional bank account. This is wisdom. The next one, compatibility, we've talked about that. Compatibility is, is broadened, is, is large. We have sexual compatibility, we have spiritual compatibility, we have emotional compatibility, we have behavioral compatibility, we have spiritual compatibility. It's, it's broad. It's broad. Patience, patience. Come on. Patience, we, we, we don't even need to dwell on that. Patience. Patience is not just because of the behavioral aspect. Even in terms of you people waiting on God for a certain dimension, for a job, a business, a career, in parenting, you know, kids, in, 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 in sex, you know, and all. Because the truth is this, you didn't marry an angel, you didn't marry a saint. They are always going to annoy you at a point in time. Patience, respect, respect, respect is very key as well. Transparency, being naked with each other, being naked with each other. You don't hide anything. The same way you cannot hide yourself from yourself everything about you you know that's it so when you marry i do becomes we do i do becomes we do trust of course the importance of trust cannot be overemphasized trust trust you build trust and trust is not built in marriage trust is built even before you marry the person and of course the last but not the least the most important one understanding 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 bible said that for knowledge built a house and understanding lived in it understanding is very key so that's um that's it my dear those are the nine ingredients blessing if these nine ingredients are properly worked on love comes in naturally this is true so i hope you are okay with that i'm okay thank you very much god bless you celebrate you my brother Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Jay, God bless you. I, I see you are on the stage. Do you have um, a question? You have um, an observation? Or is there anything you want to say? I guess Jay is not there. Thank you so much, uh, Kemi, for listing the nine ingredients down for people so that they can probably get to write it. Thank you so much, Lucy, for following. I really appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you so much. So, yes, um, just before we go... Um, my book on my addiction story is out. came out last week. And then um, you can access my book on Amazon, on Okada Books, and also on Seller. Just from my bio here, it will lead you to Instagram. And then you can see uh, my book on my bio on Instagram there. 
and of course please do well to follow me here do well to follow me on instagram and also my other book 31 reasons why you should not marry somebody is also available as well and i promise every monday we are going to be here the time may be changing between seven five five eight four six seven, but i will always try to be consistent every you know mondays going forward and i pray the lord will help us in the name of just so a big apology for not um, coming yesterday so thank you so much my name is Stephen Adekunle Adekboye, and I'm your friend in the School of Counseling and Personal Finding. If you've started following me on Instagram already, you can join me for this live session. This is the flyer on my, my display picture already. I'm having a session, a very intentional session with Dr. Olumide Emmanuel um, on purpose identification and um, destiny fulfillment. It's a session you don't want to miss already. Come around and then... Um, you know let's make it worthwhile on sundays like um yesterday i normally have a um, prayer sessions on instagram pray for our jobs our businesses our careers our families our relationships our marriages is always very very amazing so people come around drop their prayer request we pray all through from 5 30 to 7 30 you know p.m sometimes two hours sometimes one hour 30 minutes always amazing so um we're going to be having another session on sunday already on instagram so but as soon as you start following me turn on your and notification buttons you're going to be kept abreast with my programs and all i do as well also on my link tree page is my private ops counseling bay if you want to reach out to me privately you can reach out to me you know via that um you know platform as well so thank you so much thank you so much jay i really appreciate thank you so much so um i'm going to be seeing you guys next week monday um words will fail me thank you lucy thank you ali thank you val very quiet val she's just listening loki thank you thank you Ebun. thank you fierco thank you jay thank you Luakemi. thank you to everyone i really appreciate i pray that the lord almighty will help us and that's why you guys don't get to see me here on um clubhouse on other people's sessions it's not as if i don't want to come but i don't have time the other things i do counseling book writing study you know other live sessions on facebook instagram and so so that's why Mondays are the only time I can only come here, you know, to do, you know, my own session. So please forgive me if I don't come around to, you know, support other people. Okay, but I pray the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone here that the Lord Almighty will be with you. He will show us of mercy and compassion upon you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that you will not meet who you are supposed to miss in the name of Jesus. And you will not miss who you are supposed to meet in the name of Jesus powers that fought against your parents marriages now waging war against your own marriage shall give way in the name of jesus the lord almighty will take you from where you are to where you should be in the name of jesus he will exalt your own like that of the unicorn and you will be filled with fresh fire in jesus name we pray amen and amen thank you so much thank you i love you all god bless you all and see you um see you tonight on instagram i also see you um next week monday and so I'm going to um, bring this um, um, session to a close after the count of um, three, starting from three. Three, two, one, zero. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Much love. Bye for now. Cheers. Ah, I'm tired.